Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of How to Scale a Business podcast. I'm with um, Rick Rice, the CRO and co-founder of um, ServeRx. And thank you so much, um, Rick, for having or, you know, hopping in in this show. I appreciate it. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Thanks for having me on, Paul. Awesome. So here's my first question, Rick, uh, for our our listeners would love to hear this one. Can you tell us about the history and background of your business? Sure, sure. Yeah, really briefly, um, uh, the grandfather of our industry was a, a third-party um, program that was helping community pharmacies over 20 years ago. And uh, that program was so successful that just about every pharmacy in the country uh, here in the United States used it. And so a big pharmacy benefit manager, a big PBM, saw the opportunity to acquire it and funnel all of that claims volume into their own networks to make millions and millions of dollars. So they they acquired the company, and and that left a hole in the marketplace for a true third-party claims processor. And so uh, some partners and I started the ServeRx program to fill that niche. Awesome. And... How can you walk us through through your overall business strategy? Yeah, so we are a service provider to uh, to community pharmacies to help them better serve their um, patients who have been injured on the job. So our mm-hmm. process is to help them take care of those patients, get them the medications that were prescribed uh, the same day without any hassle or delays. Unlike all of the other health plans that uh, patients, um, you know, fall under, like Medicare, Medicaid, or a commercial health care plan, you enroll into that plan. Your eligibility starts on on day one. Well, uh, no one pre-enrolls into workers' comp. You only get enrolled after the injury happens. And so there can be a gap of three or four days before Correct. that uh, is even on file. So we step in and fill that gap. We allow the pharmacy, go ahead, take care of the patient today. And then they offload all of that busy legwork of getting the claim verified, approved, and and uh, do all of the um, uh, the qualifying of that claim is on our shoulders then so that the pharmacy doesn't have to make all those busy uh, phone calls and, and try to figure out if it's compensable claim or not. We do that for them. Awesome. That's really, really helpful because, um, you know, especially nowadays, um, you can take care of those um, patient ASAP. Yep. And yeah, yeah um, no, no hassle, no delays and no out-of-pocket expense to the patient. They just get taken care of. Perfect. And now um, for how did you actually adapted to this um, changes in your industry for the past or over the years? Right. Yeah, so um, you know, workers' comp is a, is a small percentage of uh, claims volume that pharmacies are doing, but if it's done right, it can represent a, a very big um, profit margin for them. So they may have to fill you know ten or twenty Medicare scripts to equate to the revenue that's generated from just doing one workers' comp script. If they can do it through our uh, process through a third party process. If it goes to the pharmacy benefit manager, if a PBM is managing that claim, uh, then, then the pharmacy is getting reimbursed just like they would any other managed care script. So, uh, there's quite a delta between what they should be making and what they get paid from, you know, from the PBMs. A PBM may only 
reimburse them four or five dollars for a medication like meloxicam when the pharmacy should actually be getting more like ninety dollars reimbursement. Got it. And any specific tactics or tools that you have been, you know, particularly effective in growing your business that you're using or something? Yeah, we, um, not, not anything specific, just, uh, you know, a lot of the, uh, the pharmacies know me from my 20 years in, in the industry. Yes, and sir. so they know, you know, what we provide and what, uh, what our solutions are. And a lot of pharmacies look, you know, to us to be more of a consultant to them to help them not only be more profitable in third party billing, but, you know, what are some other technologies or solutions that are available to them? And so I, um, I occasionally put on my consulting hat and I host uh, community pharmacy roundtables to do that very thing where we'll talk about, you know, what are some of the uh, the latest and greatest technologies, tools, and solutions that they could be uh, implementing and bringing into their community pharmacy to help them survive in in this economy. You know, 20 years ago, their profit margins were about 36% uh, when they would dispense a medication. Well, today it's only three to five percent, so it's pretty hard for them to make a living off of that thin of a profit margin, and so they need to start looking at non-dispensing revenue. They need to bring in more clinical services. They need to do point-of-care testing. They they need to start thinking outside of the the box and 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 try to figure out you know what what they can how they can help patients in a more holistic way where it's not just focusing on dispensing revenue. Nice. Um, pretty cool. And now I just wanted to confirm with this question, um, next. I know, um, 2020 is different. And can you talk about like any challenges or obstacles that you face in your business and you overcome them? Yeah, absolutely. You know, know, um, the, the pandemic was a, yeah, it was a really weird time for us all, right? Um, especially in, uh, dealing with work-related injuries, you know, if if so many companies closed down and sent their employees home and they weren't producing or or manufacturing anything, then we saw a, a significant right. drop in in work-related injuries, and uh, we also saw many of our community pharmacies struggle, and and um, a lot of them actually closed their doors and. And, uh, just went out of business, which was really sad to see for the first time in, in our, um, history of community pharmacy. We, we dipped below the 20,000, uh, mark where, you know, so many pharmacies had just closed uh, up. And so that's, that was really kind of the, the turning point for me to say, you know, what else can we be doing? Because we don't have a business if our pharmacies don't stay in business. And so. Right. Uh, that's where I, I said, okay, let me put my consulting hat on and start looking at solutions that would help them um, stay, you know, stay viable. And obviously, during that pandemic, the very first solution was provide testing. Be be one of the the solutions for people who are wondering, do I have COVID? And so, um, testing programs were started at a lot of community pharmacies to to help them. Um, you know, stay uh, involved and, and still be a part of the health system, even though they were just a, you know, a small independent pharmacy. You really guys are big help um, during the pandemic. And we thank you for that one. 
And my next question here, um, do you have or how do you stay up to date with the, you know, the latest trends and development in your industry? Yeah, I do a lot of networking um, through um, platforms where new innovations are uh, coming, you know, coming about and, and new technologies in healthcare. Um, you know, I've, I've, uh, I've been acquainted with different ventures who are, are starting up um, and are bringing new technology utilizing, um, you know, artificial intelligence and other uh, patient care solutions that would, um, you know, get to the root cause of, of illness, of sickness and, and help, you know, patients either avoid, um, diseases or, uh, you know, look at, at cures for disease. Some really interesting technology coming in, uh, around, you know, monitoring, uh, devices, wearable devices to, uh, help identify, you know, things like, um, a, a cardiac event, you know, 72 hours before the event happens. You know, we still look at heart disease as being the number one killer here in the United States. Um, almost 50% of, uh, of adults have some form of a cardiac disease. And of course, yeah. it's not just heart attack, it's strokes, it's high blood pressure, it's all kinds of, of things. And so, you know, new technology that would alert us and tell us before the cardiac event happens, I mean, that's really cutting edge technology. Awesome. And now uh, I have like two sets of questions um, remaining here. Um, can you discuss any like partnership, partnerships, collaborations you form to help you grow your business? Yeah, we always partner with our um you know, our, our pharmacy organizations, the, yeah. um, the wholesalers, uh, they have pharmacy service arms or mm-hmm. PSAOs. So we partner with them to make our services available to all of their members. So instead of having to, to go contact, you know, 18, 19,000 individual pharmacies, we work through their, um, their, their groups, their, uh, pharmacy service organizations that may have, you know, two or three thousand members and, and that's a way to, to reach, you know, masses and, and help them with new and, and latest and greatest solutions. Awesome. And, um, another question here. Do you, what do you advise or give to other business owners like your, or your industry to succeed or something? Yeah. You know, um, uh, one of uh, my favorite quotes is from uh, a, a really excellent hockey player, um, Wayne Gretzky. You know, when when he was playing and at the peak of his performance, you know, he was getting interviewed all the time, and people asked him, well, you know, what made him so much better? Why was he such a good good player and, and at the very top of his game? And and his you know quote that everybody's very familiar with is that. He didn't skate to where the puck was. He was going to skate to where the puck was going to be. And, and that's where we need to, to change our mindset as, as business owners. We need to identify where the puck's going to be and, and move in that direction. Cause if we stay where we're, we're at today and, and are comfortable in the status quo, the status quo will kill us. Awesome. And last thing. If anybody wants to connect or anyone thinking about working with you or partnering with you guys, where's the place they can go? 
Yeah, right. we're uh, easy to find, uh, servrx.com, S-E-R-V-R-X.com. And I'm really easy to find on social media um, because I'm the only Breck L, so B-R-E-C-K-L, middle right. initial Rice, R-I-C-E, on social media. Um, I do have uh, quite a few uh, patients uh, who follow um, a, a social media campaign, um, over 100,000 patients I get. Uh, about a million views per month on some of the information that I provide. Awesome. Thank you so much for that one, Brick. So now another pearl of liquid gold that we have acquired today from our guest. And it's really our pleasure having you in our show, um, Brick. Thank you. And guys, if you made this far, thank you so much for sticking with us. If you got any value from today's episode, we could, we would love to get a rating or review where you get the podcast and if there's any someone in MITS or growing up their business or thinking about starting a business, send this episode to them and then take one thing that you, you know, learn today and go and implement it, execute and let us know how it goes. We want to hear about your wins. And above all, thanks for being with us today. Um, Rick and everyone, we appreciate, we totally appreciate it and allow to see you in the next one. Okay. Cheers.